Welcome to the Self-Love Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Ross Rosenberg. I am the author of The Human Magnet Syndrome, The Codependent Narcissist Trap, and the creator of the Codependency Cure and Hitch Trauma Resolution Treatment Programs. If you identify with codependency, which I renamed the Self-Love Deficit Disorder, or you're caught in the crosshairs of narcissistic abuse or gaslighting, you've come to the right place. Expect the very best information that I know, whether from my own personal journey of recovery or through my 35 years of professional experience. What separates my work from others is my understanding of the origin of the problem, the solutions, and the necessity to take responsibility for one's broken picker that always points them to the dream of the soulmate, but the nightmare of the cellmate. So join my self-love recovery community and set your sights on the cure, self-love abundance. Today, I want to talk to you about a term that we often use as, you know, a part of a joke or sometimes just goofing around, analysis paralysis. I remember when I first heard that term, I thought it was quite funny because, and I think most people, when they hear that term, they they laugh because they can relate to it. Analysis paralysis is an inability to make a decision due to overthinking a problem. As an individual or group can have too much data, the result is endless wrangling over the upsides and downsides of each option and an inability to pick one. In other words, you're in a situation, whether it is made up in your mind or it is real. Say you are the person in charge of a nuclear power plant and there are problems and all of a sudden the alarms are going off and you know that you have to solve it or there are going to be dire consequences. You go into this deep analysis of the problem and you think as hard as you can because you know if you don't come up with a solution, there are going to be thousands of deaths and destruction. And if you are emotionally centered, you have good mental health, and you are proficient at your your job, you think it through, you come up with a solution, and you act upon it. That is the opposite of analysis paralysis. Now, let's say this, and of course, you know it's not going to happen, at least we hope. This person is a codependent, or what I call self-love deficient, and she's married to a narcissist who is always trying to gaslight her to think that she's not nearly as smart as she thinks she is. Unbeknownst to her, he's threatened by her intelligence and her career, and is always pushing her to think. Every time you make a big decision, you think you're right. You have this degree, this knowledge, this book sense, but you always seem to hurt people by your decisions. So over time, this innocent victim of gaslighting starts to doubt her decision-making. So let's put her back into the potential nuclear disaster scenario. The alarms go off. She has to make a decision. And all of a sudden, she starts to freeze because she is pretty sure her intuition, her gut tells her, I need to contact this engineer, water pressure expert, the person in charge of electrical systems, and they have to work together in order to fix A, B, and C. I'm making it all up. I don't know anything about nuclear power. We go back online and it's fixed. But because of her gaslighting that was malignantly pushed upon her in order to control her by her husband, and as I've explained before in several other videos, an adult victim of gaslighting almost always has experienced the same type of mind control in their childhood or during their attachment trauma years. So this woman freezes. 
she thinks if she does one option that might not work and therefore a disaster will happen if she does another option a disaster will happen she thinks that if she is mistaken and doubts her own background education and expertise that there will be a catastrophe and she freezes and she doesn't do what she needs to do to save her town so what i want to talk to you about is the term analysis paralysis as it relates to codependency or what I renamed as self-love deficit disorder, and gaslighting. To begin, let me briefly define gaslighting. Gaslighting is a mind control strategy that is purposely and systematically done to control another person by changing their thoughts, their feelings, and memories, and their belief system about who they are. I call that a gaslit self-narrative. As I explained in my Human Magnet Syndrome book, we all have a self-narrative. If we should sit down and let's pretend we're being interviewed and they ask us, who are you? What do you believe? And, and you know, those searching questions while well, we start talking to them about ourselves. Well, the gaslit narrative is the same process, but the information that you believe was implanted. It was covertly, secretly implanted into your mind and the environment was systematically changed so that it could prove to you that you have problems or you are or are not a certain type of person that actually is not true. At this point, the covert narcissist, and I should say gaslighters are covert narcissists or a sociopath or someone with antisocial personality disorder. And the reason I say that is there are many different types of pathological narcissists, as I explained in my Human Magnet Syndrome book. But the person who can consciously know what he's doing, calculate how to do it for the impact that he desires or she, and not feel guilt or remorse, has either sociopathy, is sociopathic, or is a covert narcissist. So after a while, the covert narcissist reconfigures your mind, reconfigures your personal narrative. And the story that you believe that you will tell people is not accurate anymore, but you don't know it. And in the case of people who suffer from analysis paralysis, they have been inculcated to believe that they are inept, not smart enough, prone to mistakes, irrational, too quick to judge, and so many other gaslit explanations that in total makes a person feel that any decision they make will ultimately hurt themselves and others and, and essentially be wrong. So if you're an SLD, and I believe really strongly that most all people suffering from self-love deficit disorder, codependence, come from this childhood background where they had at least one pathologically narcissistic parent. And of course, according to the human magnet syndrome, the other a SLD or codependent parent. And the reason they survived their childhood, they figured out a way to appease, to make happy or not anger the narcissist. And in that process, they molded themselves into the gift child, the trophy child, the child that the narcissist always wanted. So you are an adult who has self-love deficit disorder. You experience gaslighting as a child because of the human magnet syndrome. You fell in love and are in a long-term relationship with a pathological narcissist. And in this case, they are covert narcissists or a sociopath, and they have involved you in a campaign, a systematic and terribly harmful campaign of gaslighting to change your thoughts and feelings and beliefs about yourself 
just to control you with no concern or empathy or remorse. So now you are this SLD adult, and these are the folks that are part of my community, which I call my self-love recovery community, who identify as an SLD or codependent. By the way, I wrote a 20-page chapter in my book about gaslighting. So this is an important phenomena to consider when understanding SLDs or codependents and their attraction to narcissists. So this person eventually becomes under the control of the pathological narcissist because their personal narrative was secretly manipulated and they now identify with the gaslit narrative. And in many cases, this makes them freeze. This makes them anxious. This makes them very, very nervous and, and frightened when it comes to making an important decision about themselves, about maybe working, maybe with their children. It is not that they are emotionally frail. It is not that they are not smart enough. It's not that they lack talent and experience. Their minds have been sufficiently manipulated for the purpose of believing that any decision they make will have a consequence. So if you suffer from analysis paralysis and you're an SLD or a codependent, you probably can identify with this. You can identify with this phenomenon where you want to make a decision. You want to contact an attorney. You want to call the police. You want to talk to your best friend. You want to stand up for your children because the narcissist is so harmful and so unyielding, but you don't. You start thinking of all of the reasons why you shouldn't do it. All the reasons that there will be a consequence, all the reasons that will make you think that you've made a mistake. You're not smart enough. You're impulsive, you're weak-minded, and worse, you're selfish and narcissistic. Now, I have a whole video on SLDs or codependents who believe they're narcissists. But with these gaslit narratives, that person freezes, goes into psychological, emotional, cognitive, intellectual paralysis because they believe the plausibility of all of the negative pronouncements that they understand are theirs. They are oblivious that such fear and anxiety and intrepidation was not them at one time. So if you suffer from analysis paralysis and you identify being a codependent or an SLD and you are in a relationship with a pathological narcissist who either gaslit you to be this way for the purpose of controlling you, maybe harming you or keeping you from leaving him or her, then please pay attention to the phenomena and do not identify it as you. Because once you identify that you are this person who can't make a decision, because of all the reasons that I've explained so far, you are under control of another person and have very few options of escaping. Gaslighting can be reversed. Gaslighting can be neutralized. Codependency or self-love deficit disorder can be solved or cured. I have a program, a treatment program called the Self-Love Recovery Treatment Program that specifically addresses every part, every component, every element of self-love deficit disorder and solves it, neutralizes it, and reverses it and brings a person to the opposite, which is the cure, self-love abundance. And once you get close to feeling self-love abundant and you are rid of this horrible SLDD, you no longer identify with the gaslit narrative. You either go back to what used to be your personal narrative 
or through hard work, emotional toil, perseverance, dedication, courage, you develop a new system of beliefs that support what is good about you. So don't get stuck in analysis paralysis and believe that it's all about you. You were created to be that way. Trust me that there is a solution. There's a way out. And if you're interested in my work on this subject, contact us at help at selfloverecovery.com or go to our website at selfloverecovery.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Building a self-love recovery community means the world to me. Spread the word. Let people know what we're talking about. And until we meet next, I'd like to leave you my favorite of all sayings by George Eliot. It's never too late to be what you might have been. Don't forget that our future is in our hands, despite what anyone has told you before. You can be the self-love abundant person you've always dreamt of. It's your birthright.